Nation. Happy Tuesday, March 16th. All or Nothing podcast. Chris Lynn alongside with uh, Jay Turiano. How you doing, Chris? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing no well. headset uh, mic for Ken, t- or for Ken today. Ken's in the studio. He's looking good. So I like the fact that now that he doesn't have a headset on, we can say things about him and he has no way to get back at us. This is this is true. That's always the best part for me. This is true. Big weekend this weekend. We had we had some games on campus, which was awesome. Owl softball opened up the spring slate for Southern Connecticut State University athletics for the first time in over a year. That was awesome. Two and zero. Two and zero. Brought out the brooms yesterday. I heard it was a little. I heard it was like the Dust Bowl down there, though. At some points, is that true? Yeah, very. I saw windy. a video. It looked very devastating. windy. Snowy, interesting weather. Yeah. But the most important part of the day was we played some softball. Two dubs. And we got two W's. Great day. And then we got uh, women's lacrosse on Wednesday opening up at home. Yep. Four o'clock face-off against UNH. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's great. Like, we're full steam ahead. This is what it's about. Yeah. Baseball and softball next weekend. Yeah. We got, uh, hopefully our our fall and, and winter teams can have some... Some sort of outside competition, you know, towards the end of the yeah. semester. That'd be nice. That would be nice. So, how, how's everything? What'd you think? NCAA selection Sunday yesterday. Did you watch? I got home after the softball games. I was able to see the end of the Illinois game, which was a great game, by the way. Didn't watch any basketball yesterday. No basketball. So, I don't know what you're talking about. It was a great game. Um, Illinois won. Congrats to Illinois. Okay. I didn't really watch any of the selection uh, Sunday show at all, but okay. I, I took a peek, peek at the bracket. So I heard the new thing they did this year, which was interesting, is they gave everybody a total seed along with their seed in their region. Okay, interesting. I so didn't like see you know, like UConn is like the I don't remember the number, like the forty eighth overall seed in the tournament or something like that, which I thought was a pretty cool way to do it too. So you sort of saw where you stood amongst everybody. What Ken's throwing me up numbers up here? Twenty five. I, I said I that thought it was like forty eight. I didn't say for sure it was forty eight. So they did it by region and also the overall. Brand. Right, right, right. Which I think is pretty cool. That's cool. I, there's no real reasoning behind it, though, I don't think. No, right? no, I don't think so. But I thought it was just an interesting way to do it, though. Yeah, and then there, the dates, everything's shifted back a day, right? You're not getting Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's just Friday. Well, fr- and they're going Thursday is the, the playing game. Playing game. Michigan Friday, State. Saturday's first round. Okay. And then, I don't know, isn't it Sunday, Monday is the second round? It's quick. I'm not sure, but it's just well, great that it's I know, there. I know. It's been it almost two cool. years, right, since the last NCAA yeah, tournament. It's awesome. Great news. That's, That's what it's about, all these athletes training, training, and it kind of segues into the athletes we have today. Go ahead. Introduce them. Because I know the swim program, they're always training. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. We never <laughs> so, get a break. <laughs> so we have Bailey Schaefer and Morgan Fernold. Yes. <laughs> From the women's swimming team. Welcome. How are you doing? Doing good. Thanks for having us. Pretty awesome. Good. Awesome Happy to have to you guys here. here. Thank you. You guys are probably up training at like four o'clock in the morning. That seems <laughs> to be a typical uh, <laughs> swim practice time. Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> I'd say five thirty. Five thirty. Yeah. Are you both in the same training session? Or- so I'm not training this semester. Um, I'm really trying to focus on my grades and trying to focus on some other things. But okay. I am still getting up at the gym. At 5 o'clock every morning, I'm at the gym for an hour, hour and a half, every single morning, and I'm still doing my part, even though I'm not with the team right now. That's awesome. And I'm unfortunately not with the team either, Um, so I am a senior this year, so I'm out for the spring. All right, all right. Back in the fall. 
It's debatable. Okay. Right all right. We'll all see. Right. We'll see. Fair Up enough. In the I air. like a little cliffhanger for all the listeners. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Everyone's wondering. We'll have to do like a like a show in the summertime to see yeah, what's going to happen. Follow up. <laughs> have to follow up. That'd be awesome. Um. So, what do you both? What are you studying? So, I am a nursing major with a minor in psychology. Okay. And I am athletic training, sports medicine, with uh, minors in wellness and sexual health education. So, not to to potentially belittle any of our other listeners, but you guys are in two of the arguably the hardest programs this university has. Oh, absolutely. So the demand for those two programs and being a student athlete and just being students, like what, what is that like? How, how hard is it to manage both to manage all that? Honestly, now that we're not swimming and that we've been out of the water, I don't know how we did it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this or just athletes in general do it because it is a lot of time management and right. I mean, all the time that I have now to study, now that I don't have swimming, it's crazy, but um, I definitely don't regret it. I mean, you just learn so much from the sport and being a student athlete. Yeah, you get used to sleeping only three hours a night and napping <laughs> when you can. <laughs> but was it, I mean, like I said, you guys are in the two of the hardest majors we have here on campus. Was How hard was it to just balance your regular class load with practice or your regular class load with competition? I mean... Like I said, it's not you're not just regular students, you're student athletes, and you're taking the hardest classes that that we have to offer. I mean, was that, you know, the, were those challenges a lot more difficult than you thought they would be? Like you said, do you realize that more now than you did when you were in it? How's that? Um, it was definitely a challenge, and I knew that coming into Southern. Right. Um, it's one of the main reasons why I chose Southern was because I knew I would be challenged. Um, but I mean, traveling with the team for meets, we would be doing homework on the bus all the time, and. Um, overnights, I mean, Morgan and I would be down in the lobby doing homework at the table, things like that. So definitely challenging, but like I said, worth it. It's awesome. Yeah. Sleep is for the week. <laughs> and then after finals, you sleep for a week. All right. That makes sense. So. I respect that. <laughs> yeah. You learn to. Sleep is the cousin of death. Right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, so Morgan, you mentioned you're doing some dry land training right now. Mm-hmm. What are some like cross training you know, that you like to do at the gym? So I love a lot of the Olympic weightlifting. I always start out with cardio. Cardio is just such a great gateway to get started. You know, get your heart going, get your muscles going, get that blood flowing, and then go into like the Olympic weightlifting. I love hang cleans. I love squats. I love basically anything that's a lot of strain and it's a lot of force and a lot of strength required to move the bar. Would you say what you're doing now is similar to what the dryland workouts are with the team? Yeah, they're very similar. Um, I'm. It's we do a lot of like the same things in the weight room that I'm able to do at the gym. So I'm able to remember what we do in the weight room, and then I'm able to say, oh, so today's hang cleans. I'm also going to do some pull ups with that, and then I'm also going to do some tricep work as well. I'll say my favorite thing is looking outside with the swim team when they're doing dry land and they have their snorkels on. <laughs> yeah, they're running. It does this loop. Yeah, oh, they oh good yeah. lord. <laughs> I can't imagine that being easy. It's not, but with everything, you get used to it. And at the end of the day, you just have to remember that we're only doing it to make us better. So have you ran with a mask on? And you've obviously run with a snorkel. What's easier? Have you ever, have you, have you tried the, running with the mask? Definitely the mask. Yeah. Is that easier? Imagine. The mask yeah, is easier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I could imagine. I got to try. I got to come down to the equipment room and try a snorkel one day. I want to go for a run. Yeah. Come yes, on down. We'll, we'll off at you with a snorkel. <laughs> Tim Quill puts a piece of tape over it and then pokes a hole with a pen. And wow. that's what we breathe through. <laughs> and we're not talking like sticking the whole pen in there. We're talking like just the tip. <laughs> wow. You have maybe a centimeter of a hole in the top. That sounds intense. Yeah. 
that's why Coach Coach Quill's a champion, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Wow, that's awesome. So let's talk about your recruiting process. You you said one of the reasons you came here was was be able to do this these programs and be challenged. What was the recruiting process like with each of you guys? What what why did you choose Southern? How did you really end up here from from your perspective, high schools? So I'm from like a really small town. I always wanted to get out. I wanted to go to the big city. I was looking at, you know, schools on Long Island. I was looking at schools on Staten Island. I was looking at schools in New Haven. And what really struck me, like what really struck Southern and made it so different than all the other schools is that you have to work to get what you want. It's not, oh, congratulations, you came out of high school. Like, congratulations, you know, you have to work for it. It's not you know, you come out of high school, you're a superstar, you're automatically going to be a superstar on the college team. You have to work for it. Cause I was not a superstar coming out of college. Like no one knew who I, I mean, coming out of high school, no one knew who I was. Right. And it just motivates you to work hard. And Tim does a really great job of bringing people like the established athletes and the unestablished athletes and then making them the best that they can possibly be. That's awesome. How about you, Bailey? Um, so I actually had a teammate from my hometown. Um, we all know and love Erin Leary. So, um, so she was swimming here and they had a meet at Marist, which is very close to our hometown, um, in New York. And so I went to visit her and that's where I met CJ for the first time. And from there, just looking at the school, um, I found the right program for me because the athletic training program is well known. Um, and then as, as well as the swim team, just a challenging program and, I knew I wanted to be challenged so that I could reach my full potential. Awesome. Speaking of CJ Moran, the assistant uh, swimming and diving coach for both programs, are either you guys in SAC? Yes. Anybody? Awesome. So big shout out to everybody in SAC. Jay Turiano. Yeah, shout out to CJ Run SAC. What's that experience like? Do you what's um, what's your SAC experience like? And if for the listeners that aren't familiar, SAC is Student Athlete Advisory Committee and. Cubby could probably explain a little bit more about it than I could. Yeah, so it's really the voice of the student-athlete, you know, filtering that through CJ and I and upper administration, just listening to the athletes and what they think, what they want. I love being a part of it. Um, I've been a member since freshman year, so it kind of gave me, um, like, more experience to meet other athletes and outside of just the swim team or outside of just my program. And then just being more involved, especially within athletics, was just a right fit for me. And it was really cool, like, being able to vote on rules and things like that for the NCAA, things like that. So it was really cool to be a part of um, highly suggested athletes. <laughs> yeah, that's always my favorite meeting, too, is when we get to vote on the legislation for the next year as well. Sounds too intense for me. <laughs> I'd get nervous. <laughs> I have a question, uh, more more a meet question. Mm-hmm. Does Coach Quill give a pep talk before the before the meet? Does he have, like, a piece of advice that he gives the team? I would say it really depends on the me. Um, When we were at conference, wow, two years ago. (laughs) It wasn't last year. It was two years ago. He gave us one of the best pep talks we've ever had. Um, One of our teammates is actually able to record it for us for future reference. And he was just like, you know, we work the hardest. We are the fastest. We are the best. And now it's our time to go out there and prove it. And it was, you know, just like Tim. Short, sweet, to the point, (laughs) and effective. (laughs) He gives the best speeches. He really Everyone does. Knows. <laughs> I can see that, though. I can envision that, oh, yeah. Coach Quill. He's a fiery guy. He's uh, He motivates me sometimes just talking to him. Yeah, motivates me as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, back to the meet. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you prepare for you know race day? Is there do you, are you superstitious? Do you have to eat the same thing? How do you prepare to get in that pool? 
I am pee. very superstitious. I watch the same movie every single night. It's Rush. It's about the Formula One driver and how he was in a horrible car accident. And I watch that every single night before I go to bed, right before I meet. I wake up. I always have a bagel and my coffee. And I go to the meet. And I usually arrive around the same time. I pack the same foods, pack the same towels. And I'm very superstitious. So you watch Rush a lot then? Oh, I can recite it word for word. Not even kidding. Did you say it's your favorite movie? Oh, absolutely. Cliffhanger, everybody, right there. What's <laughs> the future? How about you, Bailey? Um, I can't relate to the movie, but I definitely have <laughs> my my pre-meat food. Um, always a bagel and a and peanut butter. Okay. Every time. A little superstitious. I like a little that. bit. Yeah. But so let's say we were going to record you two guys in a video, and we said you guys were were tasked with recruiting the next group of of Southern Connecticut student athletes doesn't necessarily even have to be swimmers. What would you say? Like, what would you say is a draw to get st- student athletes to come to Southern? What sets us apart from other schools in our conference, or maybe some other schools they may be looking at? What What do you love about here that you could say to somebody, "Come join us. You're going to love it too." Just the family feeling. Okay. Um, I feel like our athletics are very big on the campus. Just like through different teams, you just walk by another athlete and it's like oh hey you know so it's just like that immediate family that immediate friend group that you have without truly knowing someone I guess yeah it's very community based at Southern like regardless if it's a major or if it's like your um your residence hall everyone knows everybody and it's very close-knit and that's honestly like a really good thing because you always have a support system you always have someone there for you whenever you need them I couldn't agree more I mean we both graduated from here we came back here out so much we love it yep Big I mean, sense of community, especially the athletic department. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't on a team, but, you know, working as a student worker, I felt like this is this is where I belong. Yeah. It made me feel a sense of community. In fact, there's only one person in this room who's not a Southern grad. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You did come back. Okay. You're right. You did come back. Good point, Ken. Good point. So let's talk about COVID and the craziness of COVID. I mean... Everybody we've had on, we've talked about. Everyone has different experiences. Everyone's fallen on the spectrum a little differently in terms of how their seasons were ended and where they were and what happened. Tell us what it was like when you got news that uh, COVID was was a thing and we were shutting everything down and you guys were going home. And that was, what was it like as a student athlete for you guys? I mean, originally, I just thought that it was only going to be the two weeks. So I was just like, oh, sweet. I'll go home to my childhood home. I'll get to see my puppies. I'll get to see my family. And I just thought of it as like kind of a mini vacation, like a little break. And then I realized, you know, as it went on, that it was actually more serious than I had realized. And then, you know, the mask mandates and everything else came out. And I was like, oh, boy, this is not good. So it was a bit of a rude awakening. Um, It was very difficult to adjust to the life in COVID, you know, even now we're over a year into it. And sometimes I'll leave my house and I'll be like, oh crap, I forgot my mask. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I was so confident that we would be back in three weeks. I was like, okay, extend spring break. Great. Love this. We'll be back and everything will be fine. And now just looking back, it's, I can't even believe that it's been a year, but it's still like unbelievable to me. So now Morgan, as, as a nursing major, Mm -hmm. um, on the front lines of, of COVID, what have you been able to do or what have you been helping with? Have you guys been doing a lot of different things? I can only imagine you guys have been doing so, a bunch of crazy stuff. Yeah. So I'm at Yale right now for my clinical. Um, we're not allowed to go into any rooms where there's a possible COVID positive patient. 
Um, the patients don't have to wear masks, but as students, we wear just regular surgical masks and our face shield or goggles because, you know, you can get COVID through the eyes. Um, it's been very different. You know, there's a lot of gowns, there's a lot of gloves, it's constant hand sanitizing. It's just a lot of like your basic general hygiene practices that have just been drastically elevated. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think about that, that, that profession, you know, nursing or a doctor or anything in a hospital, it's. It's a lot and it's scary, yeah. but, and then all of a sudden you're in the, like a pandemic, like this is mm-hmm. in our lifetime, this has never happened and it may never happen again. Hopefully it never happens again. But I mean, that must've been a crazy feeling to like, now you're sort of thrown into this. It will definitely be um, interesting when my grandkids and my kids are <laughs> writing a report and they're like, so mom, tell me about your experience. Right, right. That's crazy to think about. Like yeah. I think about that all the time with my own kids yeah. where, you know, they're, my, my kids are nine and five, so they're really little. And my five-year-old, like for a year of his life now, this is what he's known. He's known to wear masks everywhere. He's known that yeah, like we don't, crazy. you know, we haven't really gone out a whole heck of a lot for his age. So he's just, uh, it's crazy to think that he doesn't really know what quote-unquote normal life is like he's he hasn't really experienced a ton of awesome things because of I, all this i can't wait for him to do that you know oh he'll get i to feel do like it. we're the light you know it's at the end of the tunnel we're almost yeah. there a lot of positive things going on so yeah two million americans a day are getting vaccinated that's awesome. so that's where we're that's awesome let's keep yeah. getting vaccinated everybody should get vaccinated that's what i yeah. say oh yeah let's get vaccinated so i was gonna ask and it, you know, my notes here, it says, besides the pandemic, <laughs> what, what's one of the biggest challenges you've faced as a collegiate athlete here? And maybe also besides time management, because I know, you know, we talked about those difficulties as well. I would say it's adjusting to the life, like without your family, like you're okay. here, you have yeah. to do more things by yourself. And for some kids, that's harder than others. Yeah. Like some kids, you know, they didn't really have to do a lot of chores growing up, but other kids, you know, they grew up cooking and cleaning and everything. So it's a huge lifestyle. You're going from your mom and dad being home every single day to, holy crap, it's Monday. I haven't talked to my mom in a month. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, Morgan, that was a good one. <laughs> but I would I would have to say time management mostly. Um, uh-huh. I mean, I really don't have any any other complaints. Okay. But <laughs> just um, especially like with specific sports, I mean, our practices doubles every day. Right. It was a lot. It was a lot to adjust to. But I mean, you get used to it. What other sports did you guys do in high school, if any? Did you do any other? I did crew in high school. Crew along with swimming. That's another wow. grind sport. It was awesome. Loved what it. time are you in the water there? We were we had five a.m. practice for that. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. So you you only your whole life it. you've been out of bed early. <laughs> yes. Yes. Jeez. My whole life. I'm used to it by now. Yeah. Gosh, I feel terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um. I grew up doing field hockey. Um. Field hockey is really big in my town. Um. Belfast area high school. We've won states multiple years growing up. Um. I idolized the girls and I wanted to be just like them. So. I did field hockey for many, many, many years. Um, and I went to Disney. I was in the ESPN showcase down there to get recruited for field hockey. And I did actually take some time off of swimming when I was in high school. And I was about a month off of my time. You know, practices had started and I was like, oh, no, I've made a mistake. <laughs> I was crying i wanted to get back into the water so bad and then the same thing happened again with covid yep it's easy to forget how much you love the sport until it gets taken away from you right right so as two athletes who were never recruited to play college right jay when you wow, were, you're gonna call me an athlete <laughs> <laughs> i use take that term, i use that term, loosely. Athlete, I use that term that. loosely thank you when was the moment you knew like 
holy cow, like, I'm going to go to college and, and do athletics. Like, that's a pretty big, like, people don't realize that's a pretty big deal. Like, not everybody gets to go do yeah. that. Like, when did you realize that moment where you're like, holy cow, this is going to happen for me? Whether you, like, that's awesome. As soon as I, like, committed to Southern, I feel like just in that moment it hit me, and I was like, wow, like, I did it. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, I just remember my cousin, she was always telling me, do not settle for a college, you know, find your home. And if you're second guessing, if that place is your home, then it's obviously not your home. The second I stepped out of the Wintergreen parking garage, I was like, oh my goodness, like, I just have such a feeling of belonging here. Like I belong here. And then meeting with Tim and CJ, you know, they gave it to me straight. There was no sugarcoating. It was straight to the point. And I love that about them. And I instantly knew right then and there. I mean, I was maybe three hours into my recruiting trip and I like punched my mom in the arm and I'm like, I need to go here. I need to go here. <laughs> so uh, this is the first time in a podcast where I feel like I'm old and I'm, I'm not <laughs> old, but I feel like I'm old because you referenced, I walked out of the Wintergreen parking garage. And it's funny to me because when I was a student here, we didn't have a parking garage. So like, I would, <laughs> just hearing you say that, I was like, holy cow, like that's like all these kids coming in now gets park in the parking garage and we had one big lot where people were fist fighting over parking spaces and <laughs> like seriously if you had an eight o'clock class and you wanted a parking space you had to get here at seven o'clock in the morning oh or God. you weren't parking like not that you weren't parking here like you weren't parking anywhere on campus like people would just i remember like because i was a commuter there were days where i like i was living at home with my mom and i'd come home she's like i thought i had class I'm like i couldn't find a parking space like i'm not driving around campus for 45 minutes for a parking <laughs> space i'm coming home so it was just crazy to hear, like, now parking's not an issue at all. But that was, like, I yeah, think you were here, now too. You, now you're making me feel old. <laughs> I, when I was a freshman, that was... Yeah. Yeah, so, great. I'm Jeez. old, too. <laughs> Do either of you have, a like, a good Coach Quill or CJ story that you want to share with the audience? People are listening. Just remember that when Ooh. you tell the story. Could be Funny, Coach Quill. Could be good CJ. Good motivational story. There's so many to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to say my biggest one personally was we were going to conference my freshman year. Um, Tim went out on a limb and he put me in the A medley relay that night. It was the first night and I'm sitting in the hole in the van. So in between the passenger and the driver's seat, I'm sitting there, a little teeny tiny freshman <laughs> me. And Tim looks at me, he's like, you better not make me regret putting you in this relay. And I'm like, yes, sir, of course. I would never make you regret it. And it was just such a fire that was lit under me when that happened. And I've just been chasing that level of success. How'd that. you do? She won. We broke you the won. conference record and everything. Yeah, we got first. <laughs> 200 Coach and 400, call, right? Yep, Quill. 200 and 400 my yeah. freshman year. Come on, Jay. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's us. <laughs> Champion. How about you, Bailey? Um, I'm going to stick with the events that we're going with. Um, so at conference last year, he, uh, it was Tim. He was like, okay, we're going to switch up your events. And he was like, we're debating between the 2 a.m. or the 4 a.m. I don't know if you guys know, the 4 a.m. is the worst thing on, this, okay. on the planet. And... It was 10 o'clock, and the next day, 10 o'clock at night, and the next day was the day that I was either swimming the 2 a.m. or the 4 a.m., and he didn't text me that night. Like, I, I texted him. I was like, okay, what am I swimming? Like, I need to know. I need to prepare a little bit, you know, and then I woke up at 5 a.m., and he was like, yeah, 4 a.m. I was like, <laughs> classic Tim, like, day of the race. He was like, yeah, we're going to go with this one. You got to think like, about it. You got to sleep on it. That's all. Yeah. Keep you on your toes. Exactly. Exactly. That explains Tim perfectly. What do you think? Is it time? Is it time, Ken? 
And it's time. Listen, it's time. this a, is my favorite. As round. a as a fellow listener of the podcast, Morgan, <laughs> yeah. you know that we're gonna do a little. She listens. You didn't hear this? You listen? Yeah, she's I have awesome. listened to a few of them. Yeah, she's a podcast listener. <laughs> so you're, she's you're one of the not, rate subscribe review people. Well, one of no, them. Right? No, well, I have a note. It says not the movie reference earlier. Oh boy. <laughs> so we're gonna do a little rapid fire segment. He's gonna oh ask gosh. some questions, and you're just gonna tell us the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh All right. <laughs> It's fun. Have we'll a good go time. Bailey, we'll go Bailey Morgan. Okay, okay perfect. Okay. First one. Bailey, what's your favorite movie? Uh, Beauty and the Beast. That's a classic. Ugh, the original so one I, or the remake I one? I do like the remake one better. Okay. I must say. I'm going to have okay. to disagree there, but still pretty good. Yeah. I actually saw it on Broadway, too. I, you might have been too young when that came out. That was awesome, oh, too. I wish. I wish. Probably the old oh guy gosh. over here now. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> All right, Morgan, what's your second favorite movie? It would have to be Top Gun, without a doubt. Wow. I cannot okay. wait for the second one I to come know. out. I know. It was supposed to come out last summer, we right? We were just talking about this the other I day. I know. Office, actually. <laughs> Is it, did they put a date on it for this summer? I don't know. I I'll don't. Have to look it up. I have no idea, actually, if they have, but I'm very, very eager to see the new one. Yes. Um, who's the actor in it, too? Miles Teller. Yeah. He, I, I'm excited to see what we'll he does. We'll get the research department going on that if it's... <laughs> uh, here, the research department's going yeah, right now. I'm excited for that movie, too. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like that. I want that to be like the first time I go back to the movies to see mm-hmm. it you know, on the big screen. Oh, yeah. I'll be watching Top Gun 1 the night before I go and see it in the theaters just to remember how great That's it is. That's what I would do, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's a veteran move. All right. Bailey, favorite music artist? Taylor Swift. <laughs> what? Won a Grammy last you night. You want to know something funny? She won a I, Grammy. I have no reason to say this at all. I felt like that was going to be the answer. I just, <laughs> She's I almost, been doing amazing. I almost I said, I almost she said right Grammy before, was, I was going to say, you can't say Taylor Swift. And that's what I, th- that's what I almost said, but I didn't say it. <laughs> oh my God, it's coming out on my birthday. Top Gun 2 is coming out on my birthday. When is that? July 2nd. Wow. What a, oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited weekend. now. Look at that. July we just made your day, right? <gasps> More like made my month. <laughs> That's a pretty good birthday, right into the July 4th weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, it's America's true independence day, but that's a history lecture for later. <laughs> okay. I like it. Right. I like it. If you could have one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Wait, we didn't... Morgan didn't give us her favorite musician. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, Black Bear. I don't know who that is. Me neither. He's a... He's a rapper. He okay. raps, like, a lot of, like, very heartfelt stories. Okay. It's really, like... It is, puts you in your feels. Is he a lyricist, would you say? Poetic lyricist? Yeah, I would say that. Okay. Ken, thumbs up or thumb down? Have you heard of him before? Okay. <laughs> do some research. If you could have one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Mac and cheese. <laughs> that's a good, okay. that's a good yeah, choice. That's <laughs> one of the best. Food. That's actually one of the better answers we've gotten where I can, some people I'm like, uh, whatever. But that one I can get behind. Like, I can eat okay, mac and cheese you. every day forever. <laughs> do you like it, like the baked kind, like the homemade baked mac and cheese? Or any I'm not kind? very picky. That, that was I can a, I can spice it up myself a little bit, you know, okay. make it a little unique. Yeah, mac and cheese. That's a top answer it. right there of all of them we've done. <laughs> Thank you. My mother's mashed potatoes. Okay. She makes them for um, Thanksgiving, and she puts them in the huge pot. She only peels half of them, so then you have some skin in there, and they're just so creamy. And then she throws them in the oven with some paprika on the top. Oh my goodness, they're so Could good. Could you get us the recipe? Um, I already know it off the top of my head, so I will totally give it yeah, to you. Yeah, if you can send it off to us, that'd be great. I, mean, <laughs> a, I, I love to cook, so anytime I can get any recipes for things, count me in. Oh, I love cooking as well. Okay. That's another thing we could start doing, too, is maybe get some recipes up on the podcast. We should make every uh, every person that comes in give us a different recipe for something. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's one thing on your bucket list that you haven't done yet? 
Ooh, travel to Italy. Okay. It's a must. My mom's 100% um, specifically Calabria because that's where my family's from. Awesome. So, southern Italy. That's southern. Mm-hmm. I want to travel to all 183 countries in the world. <laughs> so outside of this one, how many have you been to so far? Yeah, um, I've been up. to, I think, three or four. I've okay. been to Canada. I've been to um, St. John, New Brunswick. I've been to London. I've been to Mexico. So I've been to four. So you got a long way to go. Yes, I do. But okay. you know what? That's what school is for. Right. I'm listening. I hope it happens for you. That'd be awesome. Oh, I cannot That'd wait. That'd be great. A professional athlete that inspired you growing up. I would have to go with the easy one, Michael Phelps. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Sorry, I just have to. I that's mean, right. I can't think of anyone else. But if that's, that's an understandable answer. Um, I would have to say Dara Torres because she came back when she was like 40-something years old and managed to win an Olympic gold medal. I mean, and usually with swimmers, we peak when we're 22 to 23. That's when most of the people are going to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So to see her almost double the peak age, come back and win a medal is just absolutely phenomenal. That's a great answer, too. If you could be one animal, what animal would you be? A panda bear. <laughs> okay. I don't know we've had a specific... I mean, we've had bears, I think, but not a specific panda, panda bears bear. are cool. Yeah, they're just... They're beautiful they're creatures. <laughs> they are. Oh, boy, this is a tough one. See, like, I want to say dog, because that's just, like, the basic answer. And I dogs are... Going to. Well, dogs well, are so cuddly. Well. And I have... Yeah, and I love dogs. Dogs are awesome honestly probably a lion though all right a lion's a good one yeah. mm-hmm. this is my favorite question you can invite four people to a dinner table that are alive who are you picking i mean just like anyone at you all can, you can pick anybody, anybody. Some, some people family I, mean, I would friends, want my mom there's one i would want my one. mom um well oh beyonce that's cool okay she's she's a savage um <laughs> So far, that's a pretty cool dinner. Mom and Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely my grandmother, who's passed. Okay. I never got to meet her, unfortunately. Um, and then my best friend from home, because she just does everything with me. Shout her out. Melissa Longendike. <laughs> there you go. Love her. So I've actually like thought of this answer. I remember when Tim and CJ were getting interviewed, and I heard <laughs> this. I instantly knew who my four were. It would be my Grammy Alice. She died. Not long before I was born, I was named after her. I always get told by my mother I am exactly her, except I have blonde hair rather than red hair. My mom, my aunt, and then it would also probably be um, my cousin Audrey. She's a critical care cardiothoracic pharmacist at Manhattan Presbyterian. And all four of us just have, like, really big personalities. We're so much fun to be around. And I would just love to meet my grandmother and just see how we all commingle and family is everything. Okay. That's like awesome. It. Kept in the family. Oh, 100%. Family means more to me than anything. I'd give up my mother's mashed potatoes to see my mother every single day for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all I got. This was awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you guys were able to come out here and do this today. Yeah, well, thank you Take for having us. Take time out of your crazy schedules. Like I said, I know how, how <laughs> talked about time management is yeah. hard, especially given the majors that you guys are in and the all the work you guys have to put in. So it's awesome. We really appreciate you guys coming out today. Thank you for yeah, having Yeah, thanks us. for having us. Hey, just so you know, this day in Owl's history, because you seem to forget, 2015 SCSU men's basketball, second round win over AIC. Big win. Big Owl or win. nothing podcast. We are out. Rate, Remember subscribe, rate. review. I Got like to say it instead of you. Tuesdays and Fridays. Check us out. Tuesdays and Fridays. Thanks for being here.